Psalm 27. <clears throat> when you get home, you read the whole thing. This morning, in your hearing, I want to read just a couple of verses. <clears throat> These are the words you find there. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Amen. Just for a few minutes this morning, <clears throat> I want to talk about overcoming fear. Oh, overcoming, <clears throat> overcoming fear. This has been quite a week. We've seen a lot. We've seen a lot. We have beheld so much in one week. Powerful hand of God moving. We've seen God do things that nobody would have thought he would have done that quickly. We've seen, we watch a red state elect two blue senators. Don't you fool yourself, that's God. We watch a president who <clears throat> is sworn to protect a nation, attempt to dismantle a nation. We watched mob crowds with the president's blessing storm the nation's capital and try by force to override the voice of the people. But the most refreshing thing, the most refreshing thing that I saw this week in the Capitol building, in the midst of all of that chaos, I don't know if you saw this, but in the midst of all of that chaos, there was a congresswoman who happened to be a woman of color but she was doing what I'm sure her mama and her grandmama taught her to do. I was a woman in the midst of all of that chaos. Lisa Rochester is her name. And while everybody else was ducking and hiding, <laughs> Lisa Rochester was there calling on the Lord. Down on her knees, everybody else ducking and hiding, and I, I could hear voices saying, what's she doing? And I hear voices saying stuff like, well, she's trying to make some kind of a statement. I, I just wish I could have gone through the television. Oh, no, she's not. <laughs> she, she's calling on God. I'm just crazy enough to believe that things turned out better than they could have. Because this little woman had the nerve to get on her knees while everybody else is hiding and call on God. This week reminded me of how important it is for every child of God to know and stand on their resolve concerning their faith. If ever we have needed to be sure that our anchor holds and grips the solid rock. That time is right now. Don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. The tragic events of this past week were designed to do one thing. 
I know, I know, I know that there's a desire to keep this mob boss in office. I know that white supremacy is fighting to survive, but all of this happened for one purpose. Incidences like the one we witnessed this week were designed for that one purpose in mind, and that one purpose is to bring fear to the people of God. Cause the people of God to, to back down. I'm talking about the real people of God now. I, I ain't talking about those who are mixed up who are on one side today and on that. I'm talking about the people of God trying to cause them to walk in fear. You see, Satan is totally aware that because of your faith and your trust in Jesus, he knows you are an overcomer. Whether you know it or not, he knows that you are an overcomer. He knows that Jesus has overcome the world and through him, you already have the victory. Satan knows that. And he also is aware, he's also aware that there is nothing that he can do to reverse what Jesus has already done. But what he says is what I can do. I can fix them so that God will get no glory out of their lives. I'll fix them. And the way that I do that is to cause them to walk in fear. Lord, move me today. Bring this to you because right now we are in the midst of of a stormy season. We're living in a time when nobody can predict from day to day what storm is going to hit next. But God told me to assure his children, told me to assure his people that those who are called by his name, we have been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Those who have put their trust in him, uh, yeah, he want me, wants me to tell you and make sure that you understand that he is still in charge. If you'll trust him, like David learned to trust him, no storm will ever be able to bring you down. Today, we study the words of that shepherd boy turned king. David. There's a debate. There's a debate over even today over when he penned these words. Some scholars believe that these words were written young in his life when he was a shepherd boy. They they believe that he wrote them when he was young and it was inspired by facing giants and bears and lions. They yeah yeah they 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 believe that he wrote it when he was young when he was chasing and being chased by armies and kings. But there are others like me who believe that these are words of somebody that's been around a while. Folk like me who believe that these are the words of a seasoned saint. Somebody who has been there and done that. Somebody who has seen the hand of God move so many times that they have learned how to trust God in every situation. And let me tell you something, there's no better way to learn trusting God than to trust God. I want to say anybody in the house that God has been there so many times. Oh, I know, I know, if you're new at this thing and you haven't seen very much, but if you've been around a while and you've seen God make ways out of no way, seen him open doors that folks shut in your face, you know right off that, Nobody but God. You see, my brothers and sisters, I'm watching too many people who say they trust God succumb to fear. And I don't want to make light of fear. I don't want to make light of fear because fear is real. Fear is a real emotion. But as children of God, we cannot give in to our fears. Fears of the unknown. Fears of what might happen. Fears of what can happen. If you're not careful, you will work yourself into a frenzy worrying about stuff that never comes to pass. 
word from the Lord today is if you will make sure that you are in him and if you will allow him to be all that he is in you, you can proclaim like David, the Lord is my life and my salvation. Whom? That's well, good to get to a point where you don't run out of folk to be scared of. Yes. Run out of stuff to be scared of. Whom? Whom shall I fear? David says, David says, I refuse to be afraid of anything or anybody. I refuse to allow anybody to cause me to walk in fear. Why? Because of who I serve and because of what he has done for me. Well, who is it? Who is it? What has it done? Well, uh, he is my light and uh, he is my salvation. Listen to what he's saying. Listen to what he's saying. He said, when I face dark days, when darkness sets in and I, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid in my dark days. Uh, why? Because the Lord is my light. That means, that means uh, when he shows up, light shows up. Y'all ain't hearing me. The reason I ain't worrying about the darkness is because when he shows up, light shows up. Every time my enemy tries to put me in the dark, he shows up. Every time my way seems to get a little dark and dreary, I wonder if I got a witness here. He shows he shows up. That, that's why David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why, David? Because thou art with me. And if he's there, it ain't dark no more. <laughs> if he's there, that means the light is on. But not only is he my light, he is my salvation. Salvation, that means deliverer. He's my strong deliverer. In other words, David is saying, I, I, I don't fear my enemies because there is nothing that they can put me in that the Lord won't bring me out of. I just said something right there. There's nothing that they can put me in that the Lord won't bring me out of. Come here, come here, come here, Hebrew boys. Are y'all hearing me, King? Do whatever you got to do. If that's what you got to do, go on and throw me in the fire furnace. But the God who we serve, he's able to bring us out. Talk to Daniel if you don't mind. Daniel will tell you that when men set traps for you and you end up surrounded by roaring lions, lions don't worry about it because he will deliver. I ought to have some witnesses here. I know I, I know I got at least one in the house in the sound of my voice that he will deliver. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here that knows that it, it, yeah, just when you need him most, he steps right in and turns it all around. But not only that, David says the Lord is the strength of my life. In other words, in other words, the Lord is my stronghold, my fortress. He is my protection. He is my refuge in the time of a storm. Years ago, I used to hear old folks say he's my hiding place. He's my leaning post. Well, check your history. Check your history. We are people who got a firsthand knowledge. We've gotten to know God as a hiding place. Yeah, it's just in our DNA, just because of where we come from. Yeah, when folk were tracking you down with dogs, are y'all hearing me? When you had to run in the middle of the night because somebody's been offended by your presence, aren't you glad, my brothers and my sisters, that he is a hiding place? 
a place where the wicked cease from troubling. A place, are y'all hearing me? Where the weary will be at rest. There is a refuge in the time of a storm. And I'm not talking about, please don't confuse this. Don't confuse. I ain't talking about when you die. <laughs> Y'all hear me? I, 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 we, 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 we got too much packed up and waiting on us when we die. I'm talking about right here. I, I'm talking about right here. I'm talking about finding a refuge in him right now. Resting in him right now. Here's, here's the line I love. I love this line. There's something about it, especially right now. When the wicked, anybody know any wicked folk? <laughs> when the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, when they came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled. They stumbled and they fell. When my and notice this thing, it's amazing how accurate the word. It didn't say if my enemies. It says when my enemies come upon me. But and, and, and what that says is that they are coming. Oh, they come. But it says when they come when yeah yeah they come you don't know they're coming but they are coming but look at what happens while they are on their way to you <laughs> i like to milk the word i like to get it for everything that's in it this they didn't get to you <laughs> they were just on their way inside see here's the thing here's the thing that ought to make you shout yeah you know what you've been through and you know how many of them yeah have put blocks in your way and what folk have done to you but you don't know how many times folk were on their way y'all ain't hearing me you don't know how many times your enemies were on their way but look at what happens even when they are on their way the bible says uh, that while they were on their way they stumbled huh? they stumbled and they fell that's power right there. Not they were on their way to get me and God attacked them. Not they were on their way to get me and God knocked them down. But they were so confounded and weakened that they could not even carry out their plot without anybody doing anything. Because God is who he is. They just stumbled. Verse 3 says, David says, because of what I've seen him do. Because of what I've seen him do to, to, to a few of my enemies. Because I've seen him protect me from a few of my enemies. I am confident that he'll do the same thing even if armies arise against me. See, every time I see a victory. It ought to give me confidence concerning my next trial. Just said something. Every time I see a victory, it ought to give me confidence concerning my next trial. Something inside of me ought to say if he did it one time. Wonder if I got a witness here. If he did it one time, he'll do it again. Songwriter said it like this. Each victory will help you. Some other to win. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, at some point, after watching God move time and time again, at some point, you ought to come to a place where you are saying beyond the shadow of a doubt that I know the Lord will make a way. Oh, yes, it will. Oh, my brothers and sisters, how, how many times does it have to rescue from danger? How many times does it have to pick you up and turn you around? How many times does it have to rescue, rescue you from danger for you to know that that's just who he is? 
that he will make a way. I wish I had time to walk through the whole thing, but let me, let, let, let's just finish up here. Hit the high spots for in a time of trouble. He shall hide me in his pavilion in the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide me unless somebody get confused David is not talking here about somebody hiding behind bricks and mortar unless somebody get confused David is not trying to talk about finding a refuge in a building or somewhere like this where we call a sanctuary. <clears throat> David is talking about learning how to rest in him. You see, the truth of the matter is there may come a time that I can't get to the building. Somebody ought to say amen. There may come a time that I'm not able to get to the stained glass windows. There may come a time that I can't make it to my padded pew. But I thank God that even when I can't get to this place, I can get to him. One of I got a witness in the house. This is the same secret place that David talked about in Psalm 91 when he said he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Listen to David say, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He will cover me with his feathers and under his wings will I trust. My brothers and my sisters, uh, that's the sanctuary that, that I'm talking about right now. So whenever I talk about a sanctuary, even when I talk about going uh, in a church building, uh, I'm not talking about this building uh, or any other building. Uh, I'm talking about getting uh, into the holy presence of an almighty God. You want to know what that woman was doing the other day? She was in her sanctuary. Y'all ain't hearing me. Everybody else is trying to find a place to hide from danger. But there she is on her knees and she found her sanctuary. Y'all ain't hearing me. Now you understand why the same psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house, into the presence of the Lord. Another Psalm 73, he looked at wickedness around me. He looked at how wicked was prospering. And he says, I was envious when I looked around and I almost slipped when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. But then I went into the sanctuary. I went into the presence of an almighty God and there I saw that in. Y'all ain't hearing me as I go to a close now. David uh, put some of his best instruction at the end of the psalm. So if you don't mind, uh, let me go down to the end. Are y'all hearing me? For those uh, who are restless right now, for those uh, who wonder how uh, 
this is going to turn out uh, for those uh, who wonder uh, what's going to happen next. Yeah. David puts his best line uh, at the end of the psalm. Uh, and here it is right now. He says, wait, wait, wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he will wonder if I got a witness here he will he will he'll strengthen thine heart and then it's almost like he knew somebody wasn't listening to him it's almost like he realized that somebody is still trying to work it out so he said maybe yeah, I better say it one more time wait I say wait I say on the Lord oh my brothers and my sisters I leave you with one more assurance and that is God is still as much God right now as he's ever been God are y'all hearing me he was God this time last week he's God right now and if he gives you another day he'll still be God don't worry are y'all hearing me don't worry about the White House don't worry about Congress God is still on the throne yes his word is just as sure his presence is just as near his power is just as great his love is just as loyal his touch is just as real his grace is just as sufficient yes yes his love is just as deep you want to know how deep his love was for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever whosoever believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life yes how much did he love me he loved me enough to pick up my cross they nailed his hands they nailed his feet he died he died he died on an old rugged cross they laid him in a barred tomb but I thank God I thank God that early early Sunday morning he got up yes And don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. Don't fool yourself. God is still in charge. Don't you stress yourself out over what you're seeing on the TV. Don't you stress yourself out over what the next movie is. God, God is still on the throne the Lord is my light and my salvation the Lord is my light and my salvation the Lord is my light 
Just one more time. Oh, shall I feel? Oh, whom shall I? Shall I feel? Don't you know? Oh, 
Jesus, John said of Jesus that in him was light and that the light was the light life of all men. This part I like said the light shined in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. Let me try to help somebody that when you got Jesus wicked and evil can't do nothing with you because it can't comprehend the light that shines all around you. Jesus went on to say I am the light of the world and we come to give you him today that even in the midst of everything that is going on in the midst of all around us we still got light that evil can't deal with and if you come to accept Jesus Christ in your life you don't have to fear anymore you can speak to the darkness and it can't do anything with you for anybody who's out there the Bible simply says believe on the Lord Jesus Christ you shall be saved that if you believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead and if you confess that with your mouth that he got up early on the third day morning the Bible declares you shall be saved that wherever you are in your home or in your car wherever you are right now the Bible declares if you believe on him you shall be saved so we want to give you Jesus Christ right now. I feel, let us pray. Lord, we thank you. That even today your word speaks fresh to us. That you are still our light. You are still our salvation. That we have nothing to fear. We don't have to fear people. We don't have to fear ideologies. We don't have to fear evil in high places that you are a God who still rules and super rules this world and this universe and you still have everything in your hand. And Lord, so we pray night right now that those who are overwhelmed in what's going on give them a sense of peace and calm and let them know that you are still in control let them know that you are still the light of the world let them know that when you're evil when the enemies come to assail you that they will stumble and fail let them know that you are still our stronghold you are still our great God that you never left us and you have never forsaken us. And Lord, now we pray for those, even right now in leadership. Pray, Lord, that your power can still touch folk who think that they are above you and rescue them from what is to come. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. It is in the mighty and master's name of Jesus that we pray and ask every single blessing in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen, amen. give God praise in his house why don't we just bless bless his holy name we thank God today for another opportunity to be here in this place we're grateful to all of those who are in the sanctuary away from here if you're in his presence you're in his sanctuary and we thank God for you we thank you for your continual faithfulness Thank you for continually being good stewards over all that God has done for us. Uh, I want all of us, wherever you are, and the, the word of God came to me today to make sure that the sheep are not 
running scared. I want you to listen to the word. I want you to read that tonight. I want you to go and read that Psalm 27. Read it. Uh, because the devil is trying to put us in a place of fear. And uh, I, I want you to know that we are, we are the children of God. We have nothing to fear. I, I want you to know that no matter what goes on up there, God is still in charge. Especially those of us who have my hue. God was taking care of us when they didn't even know we were over here. <laughs> and I want us to understand and I want us to know that the same God that has brought us from where we have been to where we are right now, that same God is still on the throne. And what we must do as a people, what we must do, we've got to make sure that we stay close to him. It sort of bothers me that we're getting a little too far away from him. We are trying too much other stuff. No, we need to dance with the one that brought us. And I'm here to tell you that he brought us. So I just want all of the people of God, and especially those that God has put in my charge, I want you, I want you to bind fear right now. We are overcomers. We are. We ain't. We 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 gonna. Yes, we shall overcome. But the truth is, the reason why we shall overcome is because we are overcomers, and there's nothing. And this year, I want you to, if you don't know them, and if your children haven't had a chance to meet their grandparents, I want you to sit them down and make them talk to them, so that they can see and they can hear the testimonies of where God has brought us from god bless you god keep you so good to see those who are in the sanctuary it's still just a handful i've got a lot of people meet me and say is that sound like a lot of folk in there and i thank god for that <laughs> i thank god for that but i assure them no we're not at that point yet uh, still just a handful of people who are here to work and do what we can uh, to make sure that the work continues and we thank God, Reverend Bush, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank the praise team, the, the male praise team, thank you so much for being in place. God be with you till we meet again. several ways to submit your tithe and offering. 
online at www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash give. On Cash App at dollar sign the church with zeal via the Givelify app by mail to Salem Missionary Baptist Church P.O. Box 817 Lilburn, Georgia 30048 or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, Givelify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.